Welcome to Codename Ghost, the fan-created podcast for the upcoming MMO from the fantastic Pixel Castle Studio. This is what rat catchers do. Hey there, fellow gamers. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Codename Ghost podcast, where we'll be exploring the mysteries and wonders of Fantastic Pixel Castle's upcoming MMO. As a fan-created podcast, all the content you'll hear is solely created by me and represents only my own views. I'm your host, José, and also known as Portuguese Ghost on Discord. Today we are embarking on an epic journey to explore a groundbreaking project. Get ready to dive deep into the fantastical world of the currently named Ghost MMO. So, before we even get to the nitty-gritty details, I have some exciting news to share. Ghost, which is just a placeholder name, is a highly promising upcoming MMORPG that is currently in its early stages of development. But don't let the name fool you though, what's brewing behind the scenes is far from just spectral. In future episodes we will be diving into development news, but for now let's just give an overview of the game. Welcome to the segment Streetwise Development. Streetwise Development. So established this year in 2023, Fantastic Pixel Castle, FPC for short going forward in this podcast, is a global studio that operates entirely remotely. They have a unique approach of staying small to encourage creativity and avoid unnecessary bureaucracy. FPC is fully funded and supported by the partner NetEase, with the entire team sharing in the future success of the studio. Greg Street, the founder, and one of the team members, is pleased with the studio's relationship with NetEase. He believes that despite NetEase's controlling the budget, they won't significantly influence the game development process or prioritize any sort of mobile gaming transition. While there may be concerns about NetEase within the gaming community, let's remain optimistic about Greg's perspective. HFPC's vision is centered around collaboration, partnering with players to build trust, embracing diverse viewpoints and creating an enjoyable development experience. Looking at this team, it really consists of talented developers from the gaming industry. Includes big names like Greg Street, also known as Ghostcrawler to some of us, Brian Holinka, Graham Berger, Candace Thomas and many others. It's quite impressive to be honest. In the few videos they already posted on their YouTube channel, they have given us a glimpse into the captivating world of Ghost, inviting players to join them on this thrilling journey right from the beginning. FPC values transparency and understands that our feedback as players will play a crucial role in shaping the game. I think one of the things that makes Ghost stand out it's his dedication to create an original and immersive IP. The fantasy world of heroic adventure is unlike your typical realm filled with elves and orcs. The developer seems to avoid those cliches and instead focus on crafting something new and long-lasting for players to enjoy for years to come. However, obviously, there are still many players who love a traditional element such as the elves race, for example. So the developers have some tough decisions to make in the future. I think they will take creative risks, but trying not to alienate 
too many players from the community or stepping out of the player's own comfort zone in terms of their MMO experiences. Personally, I'm really excited to see what they will come up with and how many more fun moments we will have like the rat catcher reveal on their live stream. What else do they have in store for us? Okay, so something really important is that Ghost introduces a unique concept called the blue shards and the red shards, which add a dynamic and diverse experience to the game. Shards are not like individual servers, they are rather a way to divide the game world. So for example, blue shards lean more towards solo or small group PvE, co-op gameplay, and some even compare it to survival games such as V Rising, for example, with base or city building and resource gathering as the core gameplay. Everything that happens in the blue shards is permanent, including even things like depleting nodes. On the other side of the coin you have the red shards, which cater mostly to a larger number of players, a much larger number of players, providing that classic immersive temporary gameplay experience like raids, ensuring that everyone has a great time. Think of red shards such as um, similar to World of Warcraft. Greg Street even gave us an example of um, that will be like a group playing on a blue shard and the reason why they would want to go to a red shard was to get like specific resources or joining forces to defeat a raid for example. All these things will be explained in more detail as we go forward. In one of the videos they have where Canon Exo had a chance to have a podcast with Greg, Canon wisely voiced some concerns about the potential disconnect and scattering of players between the two types of shards. However, Greg confirmed that efforts will be made to avoid this type of disconnect and to bring some sort of symbiotic relationship between the two types of shards. So in this semi-apocalyptic world codenamed Ghost, your journey will take you through these shards uh, where you will strengthen your characters, gather resources and contribute to the growth of your developing civilization. The city where you belong to will be evolving based on the choices of yourself and your other fellow players. By the way, I will delve a bit deeper into the shards subject in the next episode and I guarantee that you will become an expert on the topic by the end of the next podcast. Okay, so enough about shards for now. Let's dive a bit into the topic of classes. So Ghost is planning to have a wide range of character classes, anywhere from 20 to 50, they said. So there will definitely be something for everyone. Some classes might not be available right at the start. They might be unlocked later on as a reward for your gameplay. I know it sounds like a crazy number of classes and balancing them will definitely be a challenge, but considering the expertise within that team, I have faith that it might be possible. They also seem to have a philosophy of not wanting classes to be too simple, like let's say a basic warrior in World of Warcraft, but instead they want each class to have a specific set of strengths and some depth to it as well. They want to avoid maybe having every class to be jack of all trades, master of none. However, I still think it will be great to have a system where certain classes feel special and bring something unique to the table. From what I could gather from their videos, it looks like the game seems to be really alt-friendly, meaning that progress and items can be shared between different characters in your account. So the time you invest in one character will benefit 
all of your other characters as well. Oh, and uh, don't worry, the studio doesn't plan on completely changing the traditional roles of tanking, healing and damage dealing as well. They might add some unexpected twists to keep things interesting here and there, but they won't stray too far away from those classic roles. To be fair, with the developer's experience in this sort of trifecta system, I'm confident they will do a great job. In terms of character power, I hope that we will not all be mighty heroes and saviors of the world from level 1. It's nice to work towards earning power and meaningful rewards instead, gradually, rather than just being like a charity case of being handed everything from the start with very minimal effort. Just a bit more detail about the combat system, in Ghost it is expected that there will be a blend of modern control schemes and user interface with traditional RPG mechanics and strategic gameplay. While not every obstacle will require violence, the developers recognize the significance of an immersive combat system for the long-term enjoyment of the RPG genre and they are committed to invest considerable effort into perfecting this core aspect of gameplay. Okay, so a bit more in terms of development, the team is pushing boundaries to expedite the release of Ghost compared to typical AAA games. So hopefully this will be a bit faster than your average MMO in terms of how long it's going to take to actually develop. Greg Street expressed that he will be thrilled about the possibility of delivering an MMO within let's say a four to six year development period. It's important to note that this was not a promise of a realistic time frame. It may simply be a hopeful expectation by Greg since he has such a deep understanding of the complexities involved in completing such an ambitious project. Furthermore, Ghost is currently being developed for a PC and is planned for a global release with localization in multiple languages. As for monetization, the developers have assured players that the game will not feature excessive gacha mechanics, whatever that means, endless loot boxes or pay-to-win scenarios. They want players to feel confident about investing their time and money into this immersive gaming experience MMO. Right, so before we conclude this uh, podcast segment, I want to clarify that this was just a brief overview of the game. In future episodes, I will go a bit deeper into each component of the MMO, in more detail, so make sure to add this podcast to your playlist to stay updated on upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this content and are looking forward to play this MMO, don't forget to spread the word to your fellow gamers and thanks in advance for your help and support. So without further ado, here's another segment where the focus will be on the community following the game's development. The Community's Corner Right, so once again about the rat catcher idea, which you can find on the fantastic Pixel Castle's um, YouTube channel. Uh, Candice Thomas, one of the developers, posted a community poll on Twitter about rat catcher, should it be trade skill or a class? And the final results were trade skill at 48.8% and a class at 51.2%. So there is a distinct possibility that Ratcatcher will eventually become a real class in the game. Another community highlight for this episode, which I already mentioned earlier, was the Canon XO podcast with Greg. And I wanted to thank Canon 
for this great job that he did leading the interview uh, and his resilience despite having severe coughing problems during the interview. So it's nice that he actually concluded that interview and published it, which gave us a lot more insight into the game. So I am grateful for his efforts, I, I have to say. Another community highlight that I wanted to show on this episode is the creation of a Discord server for this game. It's not the official server, but um, it is a good start. It was created by a community member called TNO and you will be able to see the link to join this Discord in the description. Talking about that Discord, one of the users called Chancilla, which is actually part of the fantastic Pixel Castle team, but I will leave it to him to <laughs> disclose what he wishes about himself. He actually confirmed my personal desire that the characters are not too powerful from the get-go and actually gradually become relevant and appreciate every single upgrade and achievement in the game rather than just being handed out to them he wrote that once the stakes of your story go up it's very hard to ratchet them back down once the demon lord stabs the world with a giant dagger it's hard to convince players to go back to normal in the mud stories and i completely agree with him on what he said i hope this is the philosophy they will implement in the game go slowly and don't trivialize everything players achieve in the game by giving them too much power in the mechanics and in the narrative too early in the story okay in regards to twitter i saw an interesting post by the username Irvin5765. He posted that I can't wait for my grandkids to play this masterpiece, so <laughs> uh, probably Irvin not believing as much from the get-go uh, about that sort of four to six year plan for the release of the game. We shall see. I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of us prefer to have a quality game, even if it takes a bit longer, but it's interesting. I hope that... Um, you will enjoy the game yourself, Irvin, rather than just your grandkids. Okay, so that's the end of the community's corner for this episode. I would like to say that in future episodes I will include a speculation segment, which is called Does Anything Rhyme With Pixel? In this segment we will explore various ideas and possibilities that haven't been confirmed yet by the development team. Who knows your own suggestions and takes might even make it to the game one day thanks to the chance that developers might even listen to this podcast but yeah all good things must come to an end and i had a great time recording this first episode if you have any feedback feel free to email me using the address provided in the description alternatively you can also find me my username is portuguese ghost on the discord server created by tno that i mentioned earlier i will also put a link below thanks for tuning in and uh, i'll catch you in the next episode where we'll dive deeper into the red and blue shards topic i wish you all a great time and take care thank you for listening to this episode we hope that you have enjoyed it take care and see you next week